Oh, I'm doing the intro. <laughs> I'm ordering I'm ordering our daughter's school lunch. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Welcome to Novak Morning Minutes. We've got a whopper of an episode for you guys this morning. Christmas is almost here. Yeah, it's crazy. Someone said that to me the other day. They're like, oh, because we were working out when the listing should go live. And they're like, oh, it's Christmas is in six weeks. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's nuts, How isn't it? How did that happen? Yeah, it is. It's absolutely Exciting, crazy. Though. Yeah, you can feel the weather warming up. It's beautiful. But we're talking this morning about oh, switching your agents for better performance, are we? No, <laughs> we're not talking about that. Okay, um, but we can. We can talk about switching your agents for better performance. But what we're talking about this morning is actually sweetening the deal. Um, so a lot of people do not realise that you can... Um, there you go, that's better. Thank you. Sweetening yeah. the deal with so. terms, not money. So a lot of people don't realise this, guys, that you know everyone's always fully focused on the dollars, the dollars, the dollars. And, of course, that's the vast majority of vendors. But... The conditions of the sale or the conditions of the offer are such an important factor, aren't they? You know, it reminds me of a conversation we had this week dealing with certain levels of people in business when selling as well. They didn't matter about money. Like money was, uh, we had that comment. Yeah. Agents that were selecting us for their service, sorry, people that were selecting us for their service um, generally, I don't know how to say this politely, but generally the more astute business people or people that were more succeeded in life didn't focus as much on oh, the commission side of things. Commission. Yeah. They were like, whatever, let's talk about the terms. You know, what? when can we start? What are advertising going to do? Yeah, that's so, from a vendor's perspective. We're I talking know, about more from a purchaser's, but I, know, I, I understand what you're but saying. But I think it applies to both. Yes. I think quite clever uh, business people will look less at Look, it's definitely a consideration. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Mr. One, Damien Scarf, uh, often says, you name the price, I'll name the terms. Yeah, you know, it's clever. It's really, really clever. It is clever. So sometimes we see with purchases, um, you know, they go, look, you know, that's all I've got, 720000 and the vendor wants 750000 But the purchaser turned around, turns around, this actually happened last week with a, an apartment that we had in Collaroy um, that we sold, didn't quite get there on price. In fact, the vendor was obviously very happy in the end. Um, but the purchaser said, you know what, I can do four weeks and I can go unconditional as opposed to the standard terms of 42 days, which is six weeks. Um, and look, we see in this market in particular, a lot of cooling off periods, um, which means that the purchaser requires a five-day cooling off period to do their due diligence. And a huge part of that cooling off period is um, because they're needing to get their formal approval on their finance. But and this particular purchase, Mark said, I'm happy to put down 10% deposit unconditional no cooling off period and a four-week settlement so a shorter settlement very appealing and it is worth money guys the terms the terms is worth money it is and from a buyer side we've often leveraged 
more money out of a buyer because we actually understand the transaction with terms. And to understand the transaction with terms, we've completely steered away from price. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about why the buyer's buying, their motivation, their finance, their fears, um, all of that stuff. And then we often double that back to the negotiation and they will come up in price. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's so yep. they're they're more reluctant to part with money on terms as a buyer. Sellers are more reluctant to part with money on terms as a as a seller. Yes. So there's it's just really, really important that you oh, I guess a great negotiator is unpacking all of the necessities of the purchaser and the vendor to try to mesh that together to get a better deal well, for Well that's both. exactly right. And for this vendor in particular, if I just if I just refer back to the Coleroy two better Yep. This vendor in particular, he had his property vacant. Um, he had no rent coming in. It was an investment. And so a four-week settlement was so appealing for him, right, as opposed to having that property sit that cost him money week by week. So buyers, if you're watching, do not dismiss that your terms are worth good money. They're worth good money. And as I said, often we will, um, you know, we will, as Mark said, we will mesh the deal together just purely based on the fact that the that the purchaser had some great terms. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Great Man, look who's here. Talk about the greats this morning. Yeah. We've got Mr. Pierce Cody yeah. tuning yeah. in. Yeah. What a guest appearance, Mr. Cody. Hope you're well. Goliath. Hope you guys are well. What a legend. Um, <laughs> Goliath. So, guys, terms, conditions, extremely important, extremely yep. important. And as Mark said, from a vendor's perspective, um, you know, same rule applies. You never know what's going on with the vendor. No. Um, I got called into an appraisal on the uh, Wednesday afternoon, um, a lady who had purchased up in Byron Bay, and she said to me, how quickly can you get me sold? And I said, well, it's just going to really come down to, you know, price. Doesn't a buyer love that? Yeah. But you can only imagine for a vendor like that, Mark, who's committed to buying a house in Byron Bay and wants her, her house sold really quickly, um, someone comes along and goes, well, there's the money, and it might not be exactly where it should be. Yep. Not suggesting that we're not getting the most amount of money for our vendors, guys. We're just talking about a topic. But, you know, and then they go, I'm a cash buyer and I can settle in two weeks. And she's just going snap. So you never know what's going on in a vendor's life. You just never know. Think about it. Unpack the deal on both ends. Find out the terms, not just price. Friday frenzy, what else happened this week? Oh, uh, an enormous. Yeah, oh, my God. It's, This is yeah. another topic. This is a numbers topic. numbers. In Pretty interesting though, because I, I was betting. I'm not. I don't. I don't love numbers. We're gonna. Just if I was a betting man, anyone was wondering. If I was a betting man, I would say there's no chance in hell that rates were going to go up uh, next month. Um, next month, I think, is the last opportunity for a rate rise for the next two months because the Reserve Bank is shutting up shop. Yeah. Um, then I saw the inflation figures, and I was like, uh oh, uh oh. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Petrol. They're talking about petrol uh -oh. going through the roof. And, yeah, it's 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 going to get tough. Well, that's not what everyone out there thinks it's about. It's going to get um, tough. Do you reckon I the wanna... rate rise, the rate's going to go up or down? I also want to know, are people travelling at the end of the year, given that there is, you know, this issue with inflation? Are people still going on all of these big expensive holidays at the end of the year? Just, just interested to know. Would you interested admit it? to know. Or maybe on here you could anonymously. But I'm interested to know. Um, Mark, record level of appraisals this week. 
stocks coming um, coming good in the market. I saw some data from Real Commercial. You like data, eh? Yeah, I'll just have a little rest here. Um, Real Commercial, I yeah. asked them a question. So Real Commercial, realestate.com.au, I asked them a question. What are the stock levels you're experiencing over the last six months? Yeah, good question. What do you reckon? Um, new stock coming to market because there's this, a little okay. So there's there's a little bit of um, falseness going on out there. Can I or false this, reporting? Can no. I answer this question? Can I no. tell because no. it's going to tie back to what I'm doing. A thousand. Okay. Sorry, I'm not going to say the number. You asked, he asked me a question and is, then didn't let me answer. Just one, just one thing. Okay. This is stock on market and the way they monitor it is the properties that came on for the month and left the month are the, oh. the total properties that, okay. are, that sat on their side yes. so you could have nothing coming on and nothing selling and there's still that many sitting on their on their website in the course of the month okay so i'm glad that they i'm glad part. that that's how they track it because often guys you'll go on to realestate.com and go What's the agent talking about? There's so much stock around, but some of it sat, has been sitting there for three months and it's not moving. Yeah, absolutely. So just watch it. As I said, there's a little bit of it's not false reporting. It's true. There is that stock on the market, but the buyers are looking for the fresh stuff. You know, we know the minute we list a property or it goes onto our socials and we start getting all of those inquiries coming through, the buyers are looking for the fresh stuff. They, they're not necessarily looking for that house or apartment that has been sitting on the market for three months that had no price adjustment, that still looks the same, that, you know, that that's not appealing to the marketplace. It's very much like um, walking into a clothing store and you see the yeah. um, old dress like that's that. been sitting in the shop for three months and straight away you want to go to where's all the new stuff, yep. right? It's exactly the same. This is just the mentality of, of the human. It's the mentality of the human. So um, that's interesting, Mark, that that's how they track their data. On the northern beaches, there you yeah. go, there you go, there you go. We're sitting at 700 properties, 699 properties at the moment for sale. Right. Been like that. But how is it 680, ordinarily? 680 Yeah, but let's it, give the people it, a gauge. A, in a really tough market, it got up to 1,000 to 1,100 properties on okay. the uh, realestate.com website. Yeah. In a really narrow market and Christmas time when a lot of stuff left the market, it got down to 400. So it was in the yeah, but I want to know what the 400s. average days on market is for those 700 odd properties because I'll bet if you amortised it out, they're really long. Because I know really good at data. Lists. I know. Yeah, no, I'm Did not. You hear that? I, I don't. The word I don't. No, I don't. My, I deal with it all day, every day. You know, but if um, at school I didn't love maths, I was a four unit English girl, but I've gotten to. I've taught myself. I've taught myself to, um, to work it all out, Mark. Really, when I, I was have with, to. It's when I was what with I do the day rep, to day. I saw a. I saw last year was like this. Up and down. Stock coming on. Skinny, fat, whatever. It was crazy. This year, I, it was a. It was this eerie. It was a scary. Wow. Deadline for the last wow. six months. It was a deadline. It sat at about a thousand. For the month coming on going off it was a dead line wow that's interesting really interesting. interesting but guys what i said a couple of months ago was it was my predicament was uh, sorry prediction was it's going to be a slow spring selling season and it has been 
and then I said things are going to ramp up toward the end of the year and early into the new year. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Mark, record level of appraisals the last week. Phenomenal. Um, and, and that pipelines as an agent into, you know, your, your listings. So, yes, watch this space. I think we're going to start to see quite a bit of stock coming on the market. I really do. Are prices going to go down any further? Uh, look, I, I feel like we're pretty stable on the northern beaches now. I, I do. Um, and I think people have gotten their head around the interest rates because I haven't heard people talking about it for my last few open homes. Are, um, if I was a buyer, would you wait for another three months and see what happens? No. Why? No. Because the market is still relatively volatile. Um, I still think, and don't forget, guys, peak to peak, usually... Um, so what we mean is where the market was at its highest to when the market is next at its highest. That that peak to peak usually is about a two-year period. Um, I just think the market's just so volatile, Mark. We saw the peak Peaking. a year ago. What do you mean peak to peak? Peak to peak, when the market was last at its... Ten years. Sorry? Ten years. Peak to peak. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, when you look at that graph over a 40-year period, it doesn't every peak every... Every ten years it doubles. No, that, okay, that's so not the growth. Uh, the growth. That's that's not what I'm talking. I'm saying no. when the market starts to spike again to when the market starts to spike again, it's not every oh. ten years. Oh, you might be talking about doubling. You're talking about doubling. I'm talking about. I'm talking about something. I'm talking about something different. Whoa, whoa, but look, whoa. you know, as I said, it's very, very volatile. This market, guys. I wouldn't be sitting around and going, oh, you know, I'm just going to see what the market wait and see if the market comes off. When you see the property that you love, buy it. If you've got the finance. Go buy it. And also, I think financing is still going to be very, very tricky. I was just about to say that a lot of people have been really clever and they've waited the last six months and the, what they were going to buy has gone down in value. But what they've missed is they ha now don't have the ability to buy the Correct. properties because of their financing. Oh, my God. We so see it all it's the time. I'm seeing that happen a lot. Yeah. It's absolutely heartbreaking. They could have bought it for a little bit more eight, uh, six months ago. They can't buy it at all today because yeah. of funding. So I think that that's, yeah. a, that's a really interesting um, I agree. To, if you do wait another three to six months, are you going to be able to get the finance? I agree. That is that is really, really important. For those of you guys that have just tuned in, good morning to Deb, good morning to Luke as well. Um, we were talking about sweetening the deal. So it's not just all about money for every vendor. Um, often, I mean, vendors love to hear the words unconditional, don't need a cooling off period, happy to do a shorter settlement. So always make sure you're sweetening your... Um, offer with great conditions because buyers you can't have it every which way mm. you can't put forward a you know not great not so great offer and then ask for an extended settlement and then a 10-day cooling off period right so you can sweeten the deal though um, with your terms and conditions I feel like I'm blubbering a lot this morning I actually I, for the second time in my life I slept through the alarm it's never it's, yeah twice in my whole life that's happened happened this morning. Is that my fault? It's always your fault, Mark. <laughs> Says every woman to their husband. <laughs> I feel like, do you remember Fast Forward? I had to say that. I remember in Fast Forward, oh. there was Sveta, Sveta, no, what was his name? I don't know. Do you remember Fast Forward? 
Oh, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Steve Vines on. Yeah, the Russian radio presenter. Boris and Sveta. I feel like we're a bit Boris and Sveta. Who's got that face? Yeah, Boris. Oh, that's all right then. That's fine. Yeah, Luke, terms are very important. It might end up being a 100K discount because you give certainty. Luke, honestly, I could not agree more. As I said, you know, two-bedroom apartment in Collaroy that I exchanged last week um, weren't quite there on the dollars, but the terms were phenomenal. Vendor had an empty property. Um, purchases could settle in a four-week period and go unconditional. Like, it was just ticking boxes for him and took all the pain points away. Uh, and I think the you know, the long-term guys are always the winners and girls. Uh, you cannot forget yeah. that property, good property, is good property. And it's like anything out there, if it's good, it will just always be good. It's never like out of fashion or dead in the water. Yeah, that's right. It is property. They are not making more land. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you have faith and uh, buy and hold long-term and, and yes, we say that because there. we're real estate agents, guys. Yeah, but you know, I've been talking to a lot of I've been talking to a lot of um, clients lately who are involved in the stock market. Now, I don't know anything about stocks, and I'm not claiming to. But they're telling me that that stock market is not great, and they're wanting to buy property. They're going to invest there because it's much more stable for them and their family. Um, we don't necessarily hear this over time with property, you know. And I'm talking over a long duration of time. It's a stable investment. Yeah. The people that get burnt are the ones that bought property last year and are wanting us to get it on the market this year. Yeah. Right? It doesn't yeah, work good, that very way. Good, very good point. It doesn't. The only way that you can make money that quickly is with Powerball, and I'm interested to know if anyone won the $160 million. Love to know. If any of you guys out there know, can you let us know? $160 million. I don't Powerball. Know, like, where does that that person, whoever wins, just disappears and you never see them? Like, I wish people winning the lottery. Yeah, they go to Ibiza or somewhere. That's where they disappear to. I know. I wish if they, I wish the people win the lottery, lottery, you could watch them and enjoy them for the next five or ten years, tossing it around. Yeah. What's What's Oluby property? Oh, look at that fancy is name. Bought, not sold. Um, correct. This is correct. Um, one of our girls, Cleo, she's one of our property managers, has worked for us for about years and years and years, I've lost count, um, is Greek. And she made a funny comment the other day and she said, wogs don't sell. And, um, you know, but it, well, she could say that because she is one and FYI, so are we. But, oh, my God. Um, it's, you know, it's, it, it's interesting. It is interesting. Be Kanye on us. Oh, my God, definitely not. Do not say that. God, what a disaster that is. What a disaster. FYI, guys, let me clarify there, Mark. Cleo's Greek and we're European as well. But, yes, Kanye, disaster. I keep watching it all on TikTok. the media loves him. They're just No, no, they don't. They're ripping him apart. No, he's not well. The guy's not well. Well, they probably he's not that bad. They're happy to put him on on. Yeah, because it sells media. I mean, I think it's a disgrace. They should not give the guy airtime. He's not well. You know, I don't... Racism discrimination he's chubbed, just, he's he's chubbed up a little bit like me cooked. he's just the guy's cooked and he's not well stop giving him airtime. it's a disaster absolute disaster um, all right i think we're done that's it have a great weekend what are you doing the weekend we are really really busy day tomorrow with open homes 
we are taking the team out tomorrow um, afternoon, evening for some drinks. Yep. And then Sunday we're catching up with friends. Boom. <laughs> see really you guys. Good. I hope it's good weather. It's really warmed up. It Love is beautiful. You. See ya. Bye.